The Midwest Film Nerds Podcast is now available on Stitcher Radio. Download the free Stitcher Radio app from the Android and iTunes app stores to start streaming our show today. Welcome to the Midwest Film Nerds Podcast. I'm Willie. I'm Alex. And with us today, we have a very, very special guest, our resident composer and art director, Mr. John Morell. Welcome, glad, John. Glad to be here, gentlemen. Very, Thanks very excited coming. to have you here. We mention you on the end of every episode. I know. Uh, I'm flattered. Yeah. <laughs> and now we finally have you on, so all of our, nice. All of our many, many listeners know where to follow you on Twitter. At yep. I don't know if... I, ha- I don't really... I haven't paid much attention to my Twitter, so I don't know if I picked up any followers, but uh, I'm done posting sad emo lyrics <laughs> and uh, things like that, so... That's good. He promises some more substantial, uh, you know, content from yeah. his Twitter. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, today we're going to do a summer movie wager update, as we've been doing every week. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about what we've been watching, and then we're going to do a review of Michael Bay's Transformers, Transformers, Age of Extinction. Uh, and then we've got some feedback to discuss. Again, two weeks in a row. Crazy. Delightful. Um, Willie, you got to keep hosting. All the feedback is rolling in. Oh, I know. This is just this is this is wonderful. Um, speaking of feedback, you can write to us at feedback at midwestfilmnerds.com. Check us out on Facebook by searching for Midwest Film Nerds Podcast. Find us on Twitter and Instagram at MFN Podcast. Or you can call us at two four eight seven three three five MFN, which is two four eight seven three three five six three six. You can find all of our past episodes and full show notes with time codes on MidwestFilmNerds.com. Alex, movie wager. What's going on? So, surprise, surprise, Transformers has uh, won the weekend with $100 million domestically, followed by 22 Jump Street in second place with $15 million, and How to Train Your Dragon 2 with $13 million. That's a pretty big divide in terms of... It's not... Like, Transformers won pretty hard. Which yeah is sad. Yeah, we'll get to that. <laughs> but yeah, Transformers is doing really well. <clears throat> yes. Uh, my prophecy has come to pass. X-Men Days of Future Past has overtaken Spider-Man 2 and Captain America, frankly. But in terms of just our summer movie wager, X-Men Days of Future Past is now number one with $713.1 million, With Amazing Spider-Man 2 in second place at $703.7 million. We've got Maleficent in number three with $585.7 million. Godzilla 2014 with 488 million, Edge of Tomorrow at number 5 with 318.8 million. Transformers makes it de- makes its debut at number 6 with 302.1 wow. million. That's bonkers that it's already that high. That is unbelievable. Uh Neighbors is number 7 with 242.5 million. According to my list here, How to Train Your Dragon 2 is also number 7, which it's not. It's number 8 with 228.1 <laughs> million. The Fault in Our Stars is number eight, or number nine, excuse me. <laughs> it's number nine with 195.2 million, and 22 Jump Street is number 10 with 194.5 million. I'm disappointed because I thought Snowpiercer was going to be number 10. That's the reason why you doubled on number seven, is because you really want to talk about Snowpiercer. <laughs> True. Snowpiercer is number, fake number 10 with 80.4 million. Right. Now, on, on the subject of Snowpiercer, not that I want to deviate too far here, but um, is that out? I mean, what's going it's, on? It's in limited release. Okay. It's a so. Weinstein Brothers movie, so it may never see actual release. I don't know. Oh, okay, wonderful. It's unlimited. Hopefully, we'll, it'll come here and we can talk about it. But cool, good. We've had a request on Twitter from at Tokyo Tranny Boy. I know. I love Tokyo Tranny Boy. Tokyo Tranny Boy. <laughs> One of our fans. Yeah, he's great. Interesting. He's pretty <laughs> awesome. Um, so next week uh, for Fourth of July, this, these movies are either out July second or July fourth. You've got Deliver Us from Evil from future Marvel director Scott Derrickson. 
Earth to Echo, the found footage children's movie about aliens that probably just wants to be Flight of the Navigator, but never will be. <laughs> and then Tammy is also out next week, which I know. Another uh, <laughs> Melissa McBride, right? Melissa McCarthy. McCarthy, thank Melissa you. Melissa McBride is on The Walking Dead. She's Carol. Ah, okay. There I don't even go. watch that show anymore, but... <laughs> All right. All right, and that's it for our summer movie wager. Thank you, sir. You're welcome. What a wonderful update. Transformers kicking some ass. Huh? Oh, yeah. It's yeah. renewed faith in humanity. Oh, yeah. It's it's all back. Yep. I'm very happy. <laughs> Customer service killed it, Michael but Transformers Bay. brought it back. <laughs> Michael Bay's back in a big way. <laughs> in a big way. It's that plethora of explosions. Yes. So much explosion. Exposition, um, as it's known. Exposition. Ooh, I like that. I, I saw it on Twitter somewhere. <laughs> Like that. We're probably going to get into that, too, a little bit. Um, all right, let's move on to what we've been watching. Uh, our very special guest, I'd like you to go first. I have currently binge-watched all of Hannibal. Uh, I've watched, I pretty much watched it all in a week, both seasons. Um, that, that is one of the best shows I've ever seen in my entire life, hands down. The cinematography is gorgeous. The sound, like all of the music is just, I mean, it creates so much atmosphere amazing really well done well acted well casted the whole bit i'm a big fan i've also been watching um i binge i binge watched all of wilford as well <laughs> which i'm sure you guys have have watched some of that show which i've noticed that the first season is hilarious the second season makes me sad the third season is a mixture of sadness and hilarity combined <laughs> Uh, and it's really weird. Is it sad and like a bad? Like, did quality drop? It, no, or? no, no. It's it's like it's depressing okay. and kind of odd. And then it just kind of like combines that for the third season. So I'm I'm interested to see where the the final season goes because I think the next the fourth season is final. Okay. Uh, and I've also been watching Zach Stone is going to be famous. Uh, it's a a single season show that ended up getting canceled from MTV uh, with Bo Burnham as the the guest or well the star of the show. Uh, if you're into him at all, I highly suggest checking it out because I found it to be quite hilarious, and I'm really not that into Bo Burnham. <laughs> um, it was just a step away from what he normally does, which he's kind of like a Stephen Lynch, like a younger Stephen Lynch in terms of comedy. Okay. Um, but he did a good job for that show, and I, and I thought it was funny. And if you're into like the stupid romantic comedy kind of thing, it has a little twist of that. So that's that's mainly what I've been watching movie-wise. Clearly, Transformers. That's why I'm here. <laughs> uh, I also I caught the... Uh, uh, what else have I seen? I, I saw Godzilla, which I loved. The acting didn't care for it as much as the the uh, you know the monsters. kaiju and the yeah. monsters like tearing it up. And uh, X Men: Days of Future Past, I thought was fantastic. It was exactly what I wanted it to be in an X Men movie. Cool. All right. Yeah, I, I I think we all pretty much enjoyed. Well, Tim not so much, but the rest of us I think enjoyed that quite a bit. Yeah. So. Alex, what have you been watching? Uh, speaking of uh, shitty romantic comedies, I got a chance to watch uh, David Wayne's They Came Together, which is now available for, uh, I believe, it might it's on video on demand. So for rental, you can get it on iTunes. You can get it all those video on demand places. Um, I went and saw it at a, in a little indie theater down in Detroit. That was uh, the Burton Theater, which is actually a school it's an old school <laughs> that they've retrofitted into a movie theater right on and um the theater is really cool i like it quite a bit i'll probably go back if they get things that nobody else gets which they came together was nowhere else it's been it's in like select theaters so i was happy that it came here but i loved this movie this movie as a person who enjoys romantic comedies particularly good ones that are special this movie is wet hot american summer but instead of sending up camp movies, it sends up really, really terrible romantic comedies. 
like the premise of the movie is Amy Poehler and Paul Rudd have they're like how they met story is a really crappy like cheesy romantic comedy story and they're retelling it to some friends at dinner mm. and so the whole movie is basically them in flashback showing all of the really terrible tropes of, of romantic comedies and just like it's there's so many things that I love about this movie I'm almost getting emotional right now <laughs> but, <laughs> but tears one of my favorite things is that like every time something goes wrong because things go wrong in romantic comedies and it's all like dramatic and everything Always. every single time that it happens the scene ends with one of them saying shit the exact same way that's the exact cool. same way it's amazing it was so funny to me there there were like maybe seven people in the theater everybody was laughing quite a bit it was very awesome Go check out They Came Together if you can. It's on uh, iTunes and Amazon and all that good stuff. And I think it could show up on my top ten for the year. So Nice. Yeah. I've been watching a lot of movies. Like, <laughs> I have a problem right now. <laughs> um, I just watched a movie called... Little, very little movie called Stage Fright, which is a musical slash slasher film, um, which sounds about as dumb and hilarious as it as it is um <laughs> it's got year, what year it's no it's new it's okay. coming out on on the 8th i believe of july on dvd okay um it's got meatloaf doing some singing right. and some uh and some some dancing and yeah it's it's it was really dumb it's not very good but it, you know it's, it's kind of funny to see them try to pull off like a musical slasher movie and there's moments where it kind of works like where the serial killer is like singing heavy metal music and stuff and like talking about how he hates like because it's like a like a summer camp for um like theater kids okay and it's like musical theater kids and they're all a bunch of dorks you know and he's like <laughs> killing them off one by one and it's really funny at first and then it just gets down it's dumb but i don't know it's worth checking out if you're a fan of like really off the wall kind of like repo the genetic opera yeah, that kind of thing that's what i kind of thought of when you said yeah what th you said i think it could have maybe a small cult following I think if the, for I mean, the right it audience, to be serious in no, way? it's okay. not. It's not. And for the most part, um, the tongue-in-cheek stuff comes through pretty well. But it gets a little bit too kind of convoluted for its own good towards the end, and I they lost me with that. Got it me. becomes kind of standard by the numbers slasher towards the end, and I was like, this is not what this should be. This sh you're having so much fun, just keep having fun. So um, doesn't work 100, percent but it's certainly weird enough to check out if you're a horror fan. Mm -hmm. um, I also watched. Um, Bad Words. The Jason Bateman directed the, and starring film. Yep, which is also available on Tuesday, uh, July 7th or 8th, whatever the Tuesday is. Um, very funny. I know this got a lot of uh, critical praise, totally deserves it. Uh, he's kind of, he's a 40-something guy who finds a loophole in the National Spelling Bee and enters himself <laughs> into the National Spelling Bee. As an adult? As an adult. <laughs> and um, is, like, the meanest man on the planet. And he, like, says the nastiest shit to these kids. And, like, like uh, there's a, I don't, don't want to give too much away, but there's a scene, as an example, there's a scene where he convinces a young lass to stand up to check something in front of her. He puts ketchup on her seat and then convinces her that she started her period so she won't go up there and try. Oh, my it's God. It's so yes. funny. But he's, it's so mean-spirited in a lot of ways, but it's so funny. And I, I'm i a fan of uh, Jason Bateman yeah. talking shit to kids, <laughs> apparently. Specifically. So, yeah. So, no, it's definitely worth checking out. Very, very funny. Very cool. And the, the, I don't know the actor's name, but there's a very young uh, Indian actor, and he's hilarious. Like, he's like Jason Bateman's kind of like tag-along kid throughout the course of it, and he's, he's great. Nice. Very, very funny. Right um, oh, boy. What else did I watch? 
I've watched so much stuff. I can't remember everything I've watched, I don't think. <laughs> I rented, like, a stack of movies and just poured through it. Give us, give us one more. Pull. Oh, boy. What else? What else would be a good one to talk about? Um, I talked about Philomena last week. Yeah. I did, didn't I? Yep. I don't know. That's all I got. Okay. That's yeah. fine. That's all I got. All right. I'm running on empty. I watched Transformers 4 today, guys. You guys had time to recover from this movie. (laughs) A little bit. Speaking of which... (sighs) Oh, boy. I think it's time to talk about that. Uh, Is it? I think it is. All right. Um, Is everybody ready? Yeah. Let's uh, let's dive right into this bad boy. Oh, boy. Okay. So, uh, this is uh, Transformers Age of Extinction from director Michael Bay, his fourth Transformers film. Uh, written by Aaron Kruger, writer of Scream 3, which is also the worst of its franchise, <laughs> and starring Mark Wahlberg, Nicola Peltz, Jack Rayner, Stanley Tucci, Titus Welliver, Kelsey Grammer, John Goodman, voice acting guys, many, Ken Watanabe. Many, many disappointing people. So, yeah, so many disappointments around, all around. Um, I mean, is it disappointing because they're in the movie? Yeah, or is, I think so. Okay, it's, it's not, they're not disappointing no. on their own. No. no the fact that they sold their souls to this piece of yeah. shit <laughs> is what... Yep. Okay, good. That's We're all on the same page then. Yes. Yeah, and he's already had many other actors sell their souls over the course of this franchise. Right. Which, which I believe, um, we never reviewed a Transformers film on this podcast. That's true. So I'd like to hear a little bit from you guys about what you feel about the franchise leading up to Age of Extinction. So okay. John. I'll, yeah, I'll start. Uh, I I love the first one. I, I thought it was a very good adaptation in like modernization of the series. Um, I, I to be honest, I did not see this the other two because I heard they were so bad. I just didn't. <laughs> I didn't want to bother because I my my expectations were set very very high because I thought the first one was really well done, and then from there on out it was like, well, I don't really care. Yeah. So didn't bother seeing them. So I'm kind of going. I went into this one. Uh, you know, a little bit blind, not knowing any of the story that had happened after the first one. So, but uh, I did really enjoy it. I thought, you know, again, like visual effects, uh, story-wise, I thought it was pretty solid. I don't care for Megan Fox at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, she kind of bores me. She's just pretty to look at occasionally, yeah. but not always because she makes weird faces. <laughs> so that's about it, though. All, all right. right. Uh, I I've seen. All Transformers movies in the theater. I've only watched the first one more than that one time that I saw it in the theater. Uh, I enjoyed it very, very much. There are masterful moments of action in that, in that movie. The effects are fantastic. I had a smi- I had and will have a smile on my face throughout every moment of watching that movie because it's just... I remember sitting in that theater and just being in awe at... Optimus Prime transforming and standing up like the when you finally get to meet Optimus it's amazing and the mm-hmm. score is fantastic it's the first one's very very good it's got stupid moments of of uh really crappy human uh, uh humor and really like Shia LaBeouf Shia LaBeouf <laughs> Kevin, Kevin Dun- I like Kevin Dunn a lot yeah, I like funny. the parents he's but funny. um and it's also got the really crappy product placement. Oh, let's turn this Seven Up machine into a uh, into a, a transformer, and here's this Xbox noise that you hear because the guy had just bought an Xbox 360 that you can see perfectly in the frame. Um, <laughs> but anyway, first one was awesome. Second one was horrible. I walked out of it with a headache. Mm-hmm. I saw it in IMAX 3D. It was really really bad. Third one I enjoyed more, namely because Alan Tudyk's in it and because. Uh, 
McDreamy, uh, Patrick Dempsey is also in it, and they're mm-hmm. both really, really good in what they do. And thank movie. you for calling him McDreamy. I by the way. you know, <laughs> I, you know, that's his formal name. <laughs> yes, everybody knows what I'm talking about. Uh, so at three, I liked more than two, which does not say much, but I had hope that maybe four would exceed expectations. Mm-hmm. It seemed like it was going to be kind of a new start for yes. the franchise even though michael bay was coming back it kind of felt like maybe this was his okay you know i know a lot of people didn't you know the fans weren't nuts about the these first few movies so maybe i'll find a way to turn it around and it doesn't do that but um and, and let me say i did like the story of the third one a bit too what story you could gather sure. just the idea of there being like the transformers had actually been to the moon and blah blah mm-hmm. blah, blah like all that like ret- retconning like historical the point of john glenn and like and all, like every like the moon mission like the apollo missions i thought was cool but um yeah and, and you know the first transformers movie is actually really cool i mm-hmm. like that movie a lot and i i will probably watch it at least a few more times before I croak. So, yeah. um, it's it's kind of a fun like boy meets alien story. Mm-hmm. It almost reminds you of like ET a little bit okay. in weird ways because of him and Bumblebee. Like I I remember walking out of that movie and going, I want Bumblebee. Like I want that. That's that Spielberg touch. I want. I, an awesome... I feel like that's the only reason. Like he, you know, he's proceed. He's been in every movie, hasn't he? Right. Yeah. yeah. So right. like he's everyone's favorite, hands down. Absolutely. And and it, part of that, what makes that work is like, I, I think the. Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf isn't super obnoxious in the first movie, from what I recall. No. He's really not that bad. I mean, he gets annoying occasionally, but maybe to look at. But he's not that annoying. Um, he didn't. He didn't crest the terribleness of Shia LaBeouf at that point. No, and um, I, it's really an enjoyable movie. I think everything that you guys said about it pretty much summed up my feelings on it. Um, and then the second movie I saw in the theaters, and it was really bad. And honestly, my biggest problems with the second movie are a. They have literally the name of the villain in the title, and then the villain is such a fucking throwaway piece of garbage. Like, it's no threat level, nothing. He shows up on screen and gets wiped out. Spoiler alert. Um, and, and I liked about the first movie that at least, like, you knew who the different Transformers were, at right. least because they looked different from each other. I mean, the characterizations Wait, really wait, there. you mean the characters got introductions in that movie? Yeah, like, you knew who Ratchet was. Like, they mentioned that his name is Ratchet. You know, like, I'm, and he doesn't do... Does he do anything? No, he doesn't do anything. Only Optimus Prime and Bumblebee ever do anything. But you know who he is, at least. And the second movie was just... Like, they reused the same robots that were killed earlier in the, in the movie. I remember that. And you're going, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> they blew this robot up 30 minutes ago. Why is he back? Like, I don't know. Anyway, it's terrible. Third one I didn't go see. I saw it on, like, DVD. And it was slightly better than the third one. But, or second one. But that's really not saying anything. Factor. It's not saying anything. McDreamy was the best part. He was yeah. hilarious. I mean, he should play should a Transformer. Is it worth me watching? Uh, yeah, probably not. Okay. The, the action set piece, the, the f- finale of three is pretty incredible yeah. stuff. Okay. Like, from a visual standpoint. Um, Alan and, Tudyk's amazing. And that's yeah. kind of worth the entry. Why don't you pull yeah. your nose out of his ass for a second? <laughs> <laughs> I just love good old Tudyk. I good. bet you like Tudyk. Um, <laughs> So yeah, that's that's that for Transformers. Um, All right, well, on to the movie. <laughs> yes, <laughs> let's talk about Transformers. Um, Alex, you want to start off? This movie's horrible. Mm-hmm. It's the <laughs> it's one of the worst things that I've seen committed to screen. I'm not going to say film because there was no film involved. Like that that was never true. There's so many things that I hate about this movie. First, first of all, Mark Wahlberg, I, I don't. It's not even like he's passable in movies. Like he's good in The Departed, and I was okay with him in The Fighter. 
he can do some acting sometimes. <laughs> he didn't do any of it here. And I don't... Is anybody really an inventor anymore in life? Like, I'm pretty certain Dean Kamen and, and Steve Jobs, they, don't, they didn't call themselves inventors. Well, no, everybody steals each other's ideas now. Nobody really invents anything anymore. So. Well, and I suppose he did it well then, because he was just going to steal everything from the Transformer aliens and make <laughs> that his own. But, I, like, Mark Wahlberg could never in a million years play an intelligent character to me. Never. Ever. Never. It's never going to happen. He's really, fact, really good in the happening, by the I way. I suppose it makes sense. It's, I suppose it makes sense because he's a really terrible inventor who hasn't succeeded at anything in life. So maybe maybe, maybe it's par for the course. Anyway, Mark Wahlberg should never put on glasses. That's what I'm trying to say here because it's never going to work. But there <laughs> like were they, two, don't, they won't frame his face properly? or like I think they frame his face okay. It's just that when he puts them on, he just looks like the most ridiculous person I've ever seen gotcha. in the world. Gotcha. Okay. So there were two scenes that I liked in this movie. They were very compelling. I didn't like them because they were part of the movie. And let me just... Okay. So, the first scene basically involves Michael Bay telling the audience that he's only getting stronger by removing the soul from his movies. Like, that's that's almost direct quote from the movie. Like, I have no soul, therefore I have no fear. That's what he says in the movie. Through one of the main characters, through one of the Transformers. So that was pretty interesting. <laughs> and then the second the second scene that I liked is almost an apology, which completely contradicts that first one, where he says, here's the direct quote from Marky Mark himself, you got to look at all the junk and see the treasure. Can you do that with Transformers movies? Probably not. Not, the, not two, three, and four. <laughs> but it's, this movie's so terrible. Because... There is, there's no through line in plot, which fine, we've grown to not expect those from Transformers movies anymore. But there, there's not even people that are like, and you'll argue, I know you will, Willie, but there's not even people that are just chewing all the scenery. There's no, there's, there's nobody that's just like taking this and seeing that they're in a Transformers movie and just acting the crap out of it, like over, overacting. There's really not. No, I'm not going to disagree with you It's on that. just mostly bad to middling acting. There's nobody having fun with it in this movie. So that's sad. And then on top of that, I don't care about any of the action anymore. There's no spectacle to this movie anymore because, number one, I don't know who any of the Transformers in this movie are, except for Optimus. And Bumblebee. And Bumblebee. Those two. I have those two. That's it. There's nobody else. And there's, the villains, but they say their names 70,000 times. Well, there's like there's one villain, basically, that I actually know like from the toys, even. And that's it. Those are the three. Like, I knew some of the other guys, but this, like, and you know what? I would know them better if you said, hey, this is this guy's name, and this is why he's cool. They used to do that in these movies. They kind of stopped at some point. I don't have, there's a Japanese samurai transformer in this movie, and I have no clue what his name is. I'm just going to call him Ken Watanabe. Like, I know Ken Watanabe and John Goodman are the transformers in this movie. Because, and there was even a car that was driving with them that didn't even transform ever. It was just the car they were driving in, but somehow it made it oh, to that, where they the were. Oh, the Bugatti? No, the, the purple and black one. That was, was that the Bugatti? The sam- yeah. That was the samurai dude. He could change into both a car and the helicopter. Yeah, it took me like a long time to figure that out. It took me forever to sort that one what? out, too. Yeah. yeah. See? That's what's wrong with this because, movie. Because I watched it, and I'm like, who the fuck is the Bugatti? Like, this Bugatti keeps showing up, and then I realized, like, the helicopter wasn't there. 
and it was just the Bugatti, and then whatever the green car was, I don't even remember. That was the green guy, right? Yeah, the, yeah. the Australian dude who, yeah. what the fuck is that actor's name? I don't, I don't even was know. Was it Jason Statham? I no, 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 it wasn't I figured him. it was Jason Statham. But, like, <laughs> you have the Bugatti, the purple car, and that, like, the purple, blue, black, whatever, yeah. however many colors, and then you have, like, the helicopter form, and he would change forms depending on the situation. Okay. Yeah, and I don't know a ton about transformers lore but apparently there's like triple changers or something which is neat but like it, like tell me that like yeah, right. tell no. me he's like a badass transformer because he can like clone two i mean no things, like or... uh, no like he looked awesome yeah, like i don't know i just want to throw that out there i thought he was the most badass looking transformer out of the out of the several he was cool looking. and that's that's fun like you know what it's cool because these movies have some character design to them that's fine but seriously right. i need to like please establish your characters like i need to know more than just here's this guy sliding down a rock for formation in the beginning and this is who he is like that told me nothing mm. i had nothing i couldn't call him anything and then on top of that when all of these transformers are fighting each other and you have essentially turned all of the enemies into just drones that i have no like names for or anything i can't tell what's going on at all like it's some of the most inco- like michael bay used to be good at shooting action like he had one thing going for him it was shooting action and i don't know what happened Maybe he he couldn't get The Rock to be Cade Yeager in this movie, which is true. So he just lost his momentum and doesn't know how to make movies anymore because he needs The Rock. I don't know. Hopefully not. I would not have liked this movie anymore having The Rock. It would have been. Uh, I mean, if anybody was going to chew the scenery and like just do it over the top, it would have been. It would have been. Uh, it would have been him. Like, it would have been funnier somehow having The Rock be an inventor <laughs> to me. Like that's even funnier than Marky Mark. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be amazing. <laughs> like, I'm, no, it wouldn't be good. I, I can't even imagine. What, I just, I, I feel like I, I'd, I'd watch the movie and throw up. Well, uh, all right. So, my, let me just get a few more points out here. I've gone on a little bit too long. Number one, I there's anybody who's on this movie. They all act like they've never ever met each other, even after they've been filming. Like nobody, like the father and the daughter in this movie are the least convincing father and daughter that I've ever seen ever. <laughs> It makes no sense to me. I, they seem too close in age, it feels like. I don't know. I mean, I don't know how old Marky Mark is anymore, but... Uh, it, 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 was, it was a little awkward. He doesn't feel like he could be, like, a father to... Like, it's... Like, they had to make him a teenage father in order right. to, like, make that make sense. That's not a good idea. It doesn't no, I know. work he's still, well. Because he plays these youthful roles still. It's kinda, yeah. just It just didn't make sense. But... And then on top of that, there were three people that I really liked in this movie. I didn't even like them that much. But T.J. Miller who played Lucas, was great. Thomas Lennon, who was the president's aide for, like, a scene and a half. Yeah, he was kind of funny. And Stanley Tucci are all great people, and I usually love, in, like, seeing them in movies and doing whatever they do, but they just all get really brought down by terrible scripting and, and just not being inspired to make a good performance. Right, I was kind of pumped. Uh, I mean, no spoiler. I, I was spoiler territory. Never mind. Yeah. I'm not going to get into that. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll save that. I got, yeah. So, anyway, I hated this movie. Please don't go see it. I'm so sad we're going to get a fifth one. I don't want any more of them to exist ever. I, I said on my Facebook, I'm never seeing another Michael Bay-directed Transformers movie. It's like the Detroit Lions, man. This is the one where he turns it around. <laughs> this is the season. The Lions never turn it around, man. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> ever. All right. Oh, my turn? Yeah, your okay. turn, uh, Well, I mean, I, I really did not like any part of this movie other than maybe, like, I thought the, the animation effects were pretty cool. Some of them were kind of lame. Uh, the sound was was kind of cool in certain parts. 
Um, but I wasn't a huge fan of any other part of it. I really, the, the really wide shots of them, like driving through the countryside just seemed like a poorly scripted herpes commercial. <laughs> like, I, you know what I'm talking about? Like the cheesy music and like, it, it was just bad. It I was, was just I was gonna so call it bad. Really terrible music video filmmaking, yeah, and, but herpes commercials. Yeah. Like it, so it was literally perfect. like every like Celebrex or whatever, the, like all of those commercials combined <laughs> into like one really bad one. And then there's other product placement in it too, which I thought the, how like the blatant product placement just made me upset. The Bud Light one? The Bud Light oh thing was actually, God. like, that was kind of funny. Because <laughs> it was so But blatant. it could have been done with any beer. It didn't have to be, it could have just been some, it could have been, like, you know, Autobot Brew or something, right. you know? Right. Like, it didn't have to be Bud Light. No. Yeah. But other than that, I thought it was garbage. <laughs> like, it, it, like, it was just, it was just bad. I don't, really don't have anything else to say about it. It made me angry. <laughs> I'm really sad I wasted $12 on it. <laughs> I saw it in 3D, too, which wasn't, it wasn't redeeming by any means. Yeah. Welcome to the podcast. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> this is your, uh, your trial. I hate 3D in general. Like, I, the only reason I went to 3D is because it fit into my schedule. So, because <laughs> apparently, like, they're only, they're going to have, like, 50 million showings in 3D oh, and yeah. only, like, two showings in standard. That's why it's made three hundred so, million dollars so far. Yep. It's terrible. Yep, only twelve people bought tickets, but they all saw it in three D. <laughs> yeah, oh, right. yeah, man, what a what a gouge. Uh, so, oh man, Willie, go ahead. Um, it's not good. Uh, <laughs> there's not much to like here. Uh, maybe I'm going to try for some positive things first. We're going right. to give this a shot. I'm, okay, I, I will, uh, yeah, I'm open. Yeah. We're going to give this a shot. We're going to try. Have to say. Okay, because we've we've heard some negative things. Let's go for some positive things. Uh, Stanley Tucci was really funny. I know that he probably he was he was just as bad as everybody else, but at least I laughed at him because he's Stanley <laughs> well, Tucci. I mean, you guys talking about having people overact. Like he did it. He oh, did yeah. the overacting. I feel like, like he didn't. Like you want to see Stanley Tucci overacting? Go watch Hunger Games. Well, okay, but he's that's a totally different style of character. Just because though, he's playing like, in, he's playing what's supposed to be like a level-headed businessman in this movie, and he just becomes a raving lunatic by the end, which is funny to me. Like all right, that, all right. oh my god, in the taxi or whatever they're that, doing. At yeah, that, that was so just a, silly. It was uh, like it's completely ridiculous. Like, it, he was pretty funny, right. not in a good way necessarily, but at least I was had something to like laugh at. He does have the other really terrible quote that I had. That okay, I, that I wrote. I'm sure we'll get there yeah. too. Um, the Autobots, at least in this one, are a little, you can differentiate between them. Uh, one of the problems I've had with these movies to begin with is that I don't expect, uh, Michael Bay, I think it's so unrealistic of Transformers fans to expect Michael Bay to, like, do a straight-up adaptation of the old cartoon. That would be fucking stupid. No one wants to see that. It would look... Soundwave is a is a complete tapes. Yeah, Michael Trump turns turns to a floating gun. Yeah, that makes sense. Like a (laughs) handgun. Well, they they almost made that happen in this one. Yeah, almost. But, you know... It, it, that's not going to work. I'm okay with updating them. Like, and they did a good job in the first one. I felt like you could tell who was who. Right. But they've kind of gradually gotten away from that. And in this one, they they feel like they're the closest to cartoon designs, without going too far over the edge. I mean, okay. the samurai is a little silly. I would have liked for him not to maybe start calling Optimus Prime Sensei. But yeah. you know, I'm okay with him wearing like a samurai style armor mm-hmm. or something. That's cool. No, that was cool. Like, yeah, that that's was cool. neat. You know. Um, but I, I appreciated, like, I like the little touches, like the beard on the John Goodman one. It's dumb, but you know what? At least I can tell he's what a different guy. What was the beard made out of? Wiring, I think. Just wires? Like know. spark plugs Cables and, and stuff, stuff or I think. Something? Like, I could not figure it out for I, the life it, of me. It was weird. It looked like worms or something. Yeah. It was I, I will say, I did like uh, Bumblebee revisiting the classic car design, too. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That but, was neat. It was a yeah. nice little nod to the first one. When right, kinda, exactly. Right. Yeah. Um... And, and the villain. Uh, well, okay, hold on. I'm not going to talk too much about this just yet, but I will say Lockdown, the, I guess you could call him the main villain, 
He was kind of cool. I'm not going to lie. I kind of liked him. I wish they had done more with him. They didn't do enough with him. Yeah. But his design and his transformation and uh, I like the idea that he was a bounty hunter. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm, like, in theory, that works really well. <laughs> it doesn't necessarily because they don't – we'll get into that. But Let's, he's, get, he's kind of cool at, like, a base level. I'm like, yeah. all right, I, I like him more than I think any other Transformers villain I've seen in the movies so far. Like, at least he felt threatening to me. I was like, oh, fuck. Like, this guy's going to kill everybody. So. He was pretty badass. I, the, the whole Lamborghini aspect of him was pretty fly, Because he's a boss. Like, he yeah, just, like, like, well, that's it. I mean, they, they, I don't know, like, who paid who to be to have Lamborghinis and Bugattis in this movie. But, like, you know, nice job. That's, that's some serious cash and, flow. And that's product placement that makes sense. Right. You know, I mean, like, exactly. I can't, I'm not going to complain about that. Yeah. Like, you know, it but. fits within the movie pretty. Well. Oh, and the Chevy Sonic commercial that happened about like halfway <laughs> through, I was like, "Really? Come on now, really? That car is not that cool it's ever." So funny, oh, it's it's hilarious. Um, the 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 problems I have, and and once again, I'll get more into this. Uh, there are way too many plots going on in this movie. Yeah, and that ties right back into the lockdown thing. Um, this is like three different like potential Transformers movies, like the plots of three different movies, and they're just all smushed into one three-hour-long disaster. Yeah. And it's not good. I mean, it, it's... It, I don't understand why anybody thought this movie should be this long. And the <laughs> only reason this movie is this long is because it's three movies crammed into one. It doesn't make sense. No. From, from any standpoint, like, why would you want your movie to be this long? You can get more people... You can make more money if it's shorter, first of all. I mean, this is a day and age when people are cutting down their movies to try and get more asses in seats for more showings. And this is like, they're not even trying with this, yeah. clearly. Um, secondly, wouldn't you want to, like, stretch out your potential plot lines to, like, lengthen the, the dude, series? Dude, he's got them. I, whatever. Don't worry. It's, there's too many plots in this movie. And there's going to be a whole other race of other mechanical beings that are going to come and do yeah, something. Whatever. Don't worry. Yeah, I mean, the length of the movie was a serious issue. I, I, I literally fell asleep in the theater in yeah. the middle of this movie. It was that it was that bad. There's 10 to 15 minutes of this movie that your brother cannot technically review. Right. I can't. <laughs> exactly. He can review his I, I got up. I got up to pee because I didn't care anymore. I came back and was so relaxed from having peed that I, I fell asleep. <laughs> I fell asleep in the theater, <laughs> and my friend who was with me looked at me, Corey, I know you're probably going to listen to this, he looked at me, and he laughed because he knew I was asleep, and that kind of woke me up, and I turned and looked at him, and he goes, you fell asleep, man. <laughs> and that was, like, literally what happened. That's I did hilarious. fall asleep. It was that bad. That's hilarious. Um, one of the things with, with the Bay movies, and it's not just his Transformers movies, it's kind of his movies in general... Look, everybody makes fun of him for the explosions thing. It's There's going to be explosions in these movies. Like, let's get over that. The problem is that there is literally so much shit layered on top of other shit. And what I mean by that is there's 18, like, probably 18 to 19 audio tracks in every scene. Of <laughs> oh, different, I of, guarantee there's way more of, than okay, that. Okay, there's probably a thousand fucking audio tracks. Because <laughs> it's just there's so much shit going on with my ears. I can't... Most of the time, I can't understand what people are saying. <laughs> yeah. I honestly... I cannot... I could. There are scenes on the uh, in in the spaceship section where I could not understand any of the lines that the Autobots were saying. I was like, "What did he just say?" Like, <laughs> yeah. there's so much clinking and clanging and booming and banging and blah. And like, I was like, "I don't understand anything you're saying," and it fucking drives me well, nuts. Especially when you have like John Goodman with his like low, yeah, you know, his voice is really low and register, and he's talking really low and you can't understand anything he's saying because yeah. there's all these really high pitched mid tone things like blowing up in your right. face. Like, it it. it 
sounds all. I mean, look from like it, it sounds cool. The explosions sound good in the theater, but I can't tell what anybody's saying. No. This is a problem. Um, and same, and honestly, the same with the actual visuals of the movie. Like, there's literally so much shit flying at your face, you can't tell what's going on a lot yeah. of the time. Like, I don't know what's happening. So, it's this is a movie with a huge budget made by somebody with the worst case of ADHD <laughs> ever. I mean, clearly, this man needs to go get on something. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Or he just does a lot of cocaine. I, that probably might be it too. both. Yeah, you know what? It's probably both. Yeah. The cocaine doesn't help the ADHD by any means. Michael yeah. Bay, we want you to get some help. <laughs> no, I don't. Just just go die. I mean, <laughs> no, look. Damn, dude. Don't make any movies <laughs> no, anymore. No, look, look, it's... You look, don't have to die. Just please put down the camera. The man can make a movie. No, he can't. Vis- no. From, Not from he's a, lost it. From a visual standpoint, the man can make a movie. Okay, he can. Clearly, he can shoot things and, and, and make them look pretty good. There's some scenes that look really cool in this movie, like from a cinematography standpoint, but... I don't, I don't think so. No? I don't think there was any technical proficiency in this movie whatsoever. I, I, I mean, there was that bit of, like, tranquil, like, wide-angle shot of, like, your typical herpes commercial. Again, <laughs> like, like he, that, it was really well filmed, like, as, as, as much as it was a, See? It was a uh, herpes you, commercial. You know what? I, that's fine and all, but seriously, like, this man used to make me... He used to put a smile on my face with... Transformers fighting each other. Mm. I mean, he put a smile on my face with Bad Boys too, but that was about it. That's like, fine Bad too. Bad Boys is pretty great, but uh, <sighs> and that's and that's another. I want to say real quick before we go into spoiler Terry, That's another huge problem for me with this movie in particular that I have not had with the rest. They don't transform in this movie very no, much. Yeah. Like, the, the coolest part about Transformers fighting on screen is them transforming in mid-battle and then, like, yeah. driving off or flying off and then yeah. transforming again. That's badass. Like, get, where was that here? No. Well, here's the thing is that because it, they've it made sucked. this, like, faceless, faceless drone army kind of thing for the movie and they're all, like, manufactured Transformers and they are – the way that they transform is just, like, turning into cubes – and they don't even turn into like vehicles anymore. Like they, they, yeah, they start off as cars, and then they go and transform. And the real, like, the coolest thing about that first Transformers was like, you get the slow shot of trans of, of Optimus changing because for some reason he can change in two milliseconds, or he can change in like a five minute sequence. <laughs> but you get that slow shot of of Optimus changing, and you see where all of the parts shift, and it's like physically you see the parts of the car mm-hmm. start going into places you don't get any of that with these drones because no. they just like turn it's into magic. this magical cubie yeah. glue goo and then they turn into like a robot is i mean is that is that more of like a spoiler kind of nah segment whatever There's, not really screw it It doesn't matter who cares this, this movie's point? terrible it's that bad we just were... <laughs> that, that wasn't that uh, much of a spoiler i think right. seriously go... that gets revealed like an hour into the movie which is not even like two, that's true the, like you're there's still more than 60% of this movie left to watch. I think that's point. where I fell asleep then. Maybe I missed that part where it's like that early on. I don't know. Like, I'm pretty certain was, it was. That, it was anyway, so bad. I apologize God. if I just ruined no, Transformers. No, you didn't ruin, I don't think you ruined it for anybody. No. We're saving you people. Let's, <laughs> we're saving all of you. Alright, <laughs> let's end the spoiler, Terry. Right. Uh, for Transformers. For Transformers. Welcome back to Spoiler Terry for Transformers, colon, the one with the robot dinosaurs. <laughs> Dude, um, what a waste. Yeah, though that was probably the coolest 
aspect of any of the action stuff in this movie. Was Optimus Prime riding on a fucking dinosaur? Hell that was, yeah. That was sweet. It's pretty we cool. Got, we got like two seconds of that. I, oh. yeah, I don't know why it was brought in so late. I it would have been way cooler if it were earlier in the movie. That's one of those things I feel like it's a rare occasion where either the studio or Michael Bay or somebody says, okay, those rare fans of Transformers that are still clinging on for some hope for this franchise... I've been begging you for three movies for Grimlock, the T-Rex, yeah. Dinobot, and we, we should really have him in there. And then Michael Bay goes, I guess. And then he, they don't even get names. Throws him in there. He's, well, somebody yeah, they, says they Spike. Even, they didn't That's name it. him. Yeah. And which one was Spike? Was I don't that know. the Triceratops or was that the one that was like That's, all covered in spikes? I don't know. Like It could have been either, in my opinion. This is a problem. Yeah. Um... And, and and really, the way they're introduced is so haphazard and just thrown together. You could tell it was like a last minute, like... The old gods. Yeah. Yeah, what? Like, what? Really? Like, I mean, the little, like, whatever, three-minute intro in the movie, like, to, to the whole, like, prehistoric era was, was cool. kind of... That was the best part of the movie. That was kind of cool, me. but that's about all you got, and then it's at the very end of the movie, and they're like, oh, here's, here's the Dinobots. But, yeah. they didn't, but they didn't even explain where the Dinobots like came no, from. No, they just called them like the old gods or like the old like, whatever. We didn't, we didn't get a, a sequence of somebody landing in like whatever the Jurassic period and then scanning a T-Rex and turning right. into one, which would have been amazing. That would have been sweet. It just doesn't, it doesn't make sense. I, you know, it's, and that's one of the problems. I mean, I can forgive some of this stuff with the, like a Transformers movie where it's like, I don't need to know the origins of this sword. That he now can like wield or what you know what I'm saying? Like I don't give a shit. Like just call it Mystic Sword. I don't care. Like, but my problem is that Bay keeps recycling the same ideas in his movies over and over. Like this is kind of the same movie of the last, like as the last two, really. Dude, he the- like he took a shot from the island and pasted it into the second one. Yeah, like he used an effect shot on the freeway from the island and put it right into Transformers I, Two. I guess I'm not. And he that, just I mean, put I, Transformers seen, over it. I've seen the island, but I, I'm not that familiar with. It. I'll no, show you the scene because it. somebody it's, found it. Oh, really? It's, yeah. No, no, yeah, it's 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 stupid. It is the there's nothing. He didn't even film it again. He, he just copied and pasted Transformers the shot on top of it. That's just. Um, oh, but the Dinobots could have been really cool, and they were cool when they were there. They just weren't there enough. Yeah. And 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 you know, I'll forgive the plot hole of them just running off into the Chinese wilderness or something. Like, what? Like, what is going on? Like, yeah, like now, so what are they going to do now? Now the Dinobots like, are just, like, rolling the earth, like, <laughs> yeah, eating people? Like, I guess. That's I, the, awesome, but... I'll forgive that because I don't care enough, but um, <laughs> I guess if I cared more, I might complain about that, too. Um, also, can we just, like... <sighs> I understand we need people in these, in the, like, like human beings We've in these had movies. this discussion a lot this, I get this, this year, actually. I get this. I know that they're not going to make a Transformers movie that's, like, straight up all Transformers on Cybertron. It'd be cool, I think, but they're not going to do it. So you have to deal with the fact there's people in this. But do we have to, like, have this stupid love storyline thing with disapproving dad and, like, it gets so tired by the end of it. Like, how many times does Marky Mark have to shake his finger at this guy? Like, and the guy's kind of a dick. Like, I don't blame Marky yeah. Mark. He kind of sucks. Like, yeah, he's really the chachiest dude. He's that, terrible. And he's not a very good actor either. No. Like, <laughs> I, that that guy drove me insane. I was really hoping. Did he drive you insane? He did. John? He, he drove me insane because he's a driver. He's a driver, Dad. She said that like eight fucking times. Like we get it. Shut up. I don't think he cares. No, nobody cares. God, it was so bad. And then, I mean, I was hoping like 
Because, okay, what's the, the T.J. Miller, right? Yep, Lucas. Yeah, I was really hoping that after he died, all of the stupid comedic lines would just end because I was over it at that <laughs> point. Like, if they would have just cut out all the jokes, I think that would have made the movie better because the jokes were bad yeah. and they were poorly placed and it was just – it was terrible. Like, the, the jokes were just – I, they, my my eyes like itching right now. I think I'm crying. They were so bad. Like, it, was just, it was it was bad, was so bad. And nobody talks or behaves like a, like a normal human being in no. these movies. Like everybody, like including the this warring race of robots who's like have like generals and soldiers and like different military ranks and they all have different expertise, like levels of expertise. Why do they talk like fucking idiots? Like Man. I'm sorry, but like they all sound like morons. They all like, sound like Michael Bay. It's like it's the Diablo Cody issue of. <laughs> Here I'm Diablo. I'm gonna write Juno, and everybody sounds exactly like me. This is Michael Bay turning everybody into him. In Do you think Michael Bay calls his producer or his producer sensei? Producer sensor? <laughs> producer sensei? Probably. I kind of hope he does. Well, good thing they didn't have a teleprompter on board. Because <laughs> <laughs> they all would have shit the bed at that oh, point. Oh god. Um, I will. The, I thought it was hilarious. I, I told Alex this earlier, Willie, that um, the 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 drone bots were Chinese knockoffs of the actual Autobots and in, in, uh, in Decepticons. I thought that was Stanley really Tucci's funny. Ro- yeah, yeah. yeah. Tucci's robots were Chinese knockoffs. That yeah. to me, and they 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 didn't work properly. Even better, like <laughs> go America. Like yeah. thanks, Obama. Absolutely, that was kind of funny. I think there's so many little things like that of like American like exceptional exceptionalism. That oh, you can the read the one I don't remember who said it. it was like like one of the general dudes or whatever. And he's like these alien terrorists. Like <laughs> come on, just call them aliens. Like we get it. They've invaded the world. We- like. <laughs> They're terrorists now too. Like, when are we gonna get Bill O'Reilly in a Transformers movie? Oh, I think God. he was on TV in one, was of them, wasn't he? <laughs> probably. I'm pretty sure. I don't know. He does a lot of that stuff. It's in probably those the second movies. one. But um, no, it's yeah. I'm I'm tired of of if you're gonna. I don't know. I just why do we need this stupid like paper thin tension between Marky Mark and Irish race car driver? I don't get it, but it's there. Um. The other it, thing... That's a whole other plot. That's what it is. They just it, wanted to add yeah, another yeah. plot. Need, but it's need, a, like a micro We need plot. layers. We need yeah. layers in this movie. Um, also, some of the worst dialogue I've heard in a long time. Can I read my favorite line? Yes, you can. My, and I'd like to say mine, yes. Th- this is my favorite line. It was said by Stanley Tucci while he's talking. It's when you realize that Galvatron keeps turning into Megatron when they keep trying to make him. Which we need to get into, by the way. This Galvatron yeah. scenario here. Galvatron. His, his, line, his line here. Algorithms. Math! Why can't we make what we want to make the way we want to make it? What? <laughs> I know, he's just shouting things. <laughs> who's letting him write, who's making Aaron, who's, who's allowing Aaron Kruger to make scripts for money? Somebody paid for that line. I know. Why? I know. I'm so sad. What are <laughs> we doing? I, I, honestly, I think mine would be worse. What, okay, please. They're, they're, I, I'm not. I'm not saying that that there weren't worse lines in the movie. No, I know. I know. That was really were. funny though, because that, that's that's my raving lunatic comment I made. He's just shouting words. At that. Like literally, <laughs> right. he's broken down and he's shouting words. Um, I think it's the only way the actors can get through. But yeah. um, the scene when they uh, the the evil black ops people that are so evil. And, C- you mean Cemetery Wind? Oh, yeah. Man. What the hell was that? Yeah. Cemetery Wind. I don't know. I think Kelsey Grammer came up with that. Um, <laughs> Titus Wolliver rolls up playing another government agent because he's really good at that apparently, and um, he's like yelling at Marky Mark like, "Where's the road? Where's Optimus Prime? All this?" And Marky Mark's like, "You can't come on my on my uh, property without a warrant." 
And he goes, my face is my warrant. Yes. <laughs> what? I forgot about my that My face one. is my warrant? I think I tried to erase that one from my memory. <laughs> yeah. What does that mean? It, like, like, like I, I was really hoping that there was going to be a shot. They were going to cut to his, like, his cronies in the back. Like, yeah, man, he got him. Yeah, his face is his warrant. Like, it was so fucking stupid. I mean, this is like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3 writing. Like, this is bad oh, stuff, man. guys. This is bad. Oh, um, my God. Yeah, Galvatron. This is like another fan wanking thing. I feel like, like, how, like literally. Do you know? Have you noticed that in every odd movie, Megatron gets killed, and in every even movie in the series, he gets resurrected. <laughs> literally dies in the first, comes back in the second. Dies in the third, comes back in the fourth. This is fucking crazy, guys. This is not a cartoon. This is a movie. Like we need to stop it. You, you know what? To tell you the truth, I was kind of really, really okay with it. That was the thing that I was most okay. Like I was okay because Galv- Galvatron is basically a repurposed Megatron in the in the, in the cartoons cartoon, right? and in the. So, I thought I thought like it, that worked for me, but he was just such a tangential piece of crap side character that didn't even matter at all. Like no, he didn't do anything. No. He literally shows up and 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 biffs on his first attempt at doing anything, and then goes, oh, "I'm gonna leave." Fuck it. Yeah, and then he's he's like, <laughs> "I'll be back for you." Like, <laughs> yeah. I, like why even bother? Like, <laughs> see you in the sequel. <laughs> Number five, where I'll die. <laughs> they're counting his hundred dollar bills. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. Uh, yeah, and, and hit the design of him is really awkward too. I, that's another thing entirely. He kind of looks fat. Like, he was like a short fat guy. That was like the I nicest looking semi truck I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. Was, the semi truck was really nice. But. It was like it was a Cybertronian super future. Semi, I don't know. Uh, it yeah. was yeah. It's but. not a good movie. I have nothing more to say about it. I'm done. You know, I felt a little pulled. To, John, do you have anything in particular you want to talk about? N- no, not, I mean it like. Like I said, I was really hoping after the the T.J. Miller's death that it would just the jokes would stop. That was my big like spoiler, is like I that if 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 they would have just stopped with the shitty canned like crap jokes, like I would it would have been a much more tolerable movie in my opinion. Because every time they'd say something dumb, I'd sit there and I would look at Corey and I'd be like, "What?" <laughs> and like everyone in the theater is laughing, and I'm like, "That's not even funny." Like you people are all stupid. Like every <laughs> single one of you, stupid. You all paid twelve dollars no, to laugh at these bad jokes. Like this is not funny at all. So that that was my main spoiler that I wanted to touch base on. So I I got nothing. I'm done. Yeah, I, Willie's angry. He's I like. Think- I tapped out. I think there was there's probably like there's more that I would like to crap on, but I just I don't know if I have the energy in me anymore. You know, I, silver linings. At least this isn't a property I really give that much of a shit about. The, the, here, okay, at least they haven't ruined something I actually care about. Well, I mean, I didn't expect much, you know, because I, I only saw the first and heard how bad the other two were and just kind of gave up. The the, so. the kind of the simultaneous great and terrible thing about this is that. Number one, when this movie, when this franchise eventually gets rebooted, anything anybody does is going to be better. Seriously. Yeah, Give it to it Brett will. Ratner. I'll probably go see it. I won't, but, but it'll be better, I'm sure. It'll be better. The sad thing is they're never going to reboot it because Michael Bay is going to make these until he dies. He tried to step away after three, but then he was like, <laughs> his story, according to IMDb, was that... He went to, like, wherever there's that Transformers the movie ride, and he saw how there were fans wrapped around the building, like, three buildings or whatever, and he was like, I'm not ready to leave this franchise yet. He's a passionate man. (laughs) 
don't don't diss him for that. Look at all of these loyal man. fans that have. Look at all I, this money I can be so making right now. Jesus. Look at all this. Look at all is this that money. At Universal I can, or where is that? I probably I don't know. I can't even imagine. I mean, they're not going because like they're they're riding the ride because it's a roller coaster. I'm assuming that's why anybody rides that stuff. Yeah, he's. he's they were right. He was there. I'm sure he was there for the premiere, and people were just there because it's new. That's what people. People want. To, I'm, I'm the first person who rode the Transformers thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. Good I job, cares. bro. I, but <laughs> I will say, John, this should be a very, very humbling thought for you. There's actually a Transformers movie that's worse than this one that you haven't seen. The one from like the 80s. The, no, the second movie. The second, the second, second Transformers the is second, actually worse than this. Yeah. The well, second's worse than four. Yeah. Okay. Oh. So I just want to let you like digest that that thought. Um, See that kind of it makes me want to watch it for the sake of like watching it. I guess there's a there's a transformer testicle sight gag in this movie. The in transformers the have balls. Yeah, yeah. like and are we talking... wrecking balls on a truck. Oh, get it? It's, it's like the little but like, they dangle balls. from where his crotch is. The, con- the constructicons come together yeah. to make this huge and the like, wrecking thing. balls and the wrecking dangling balls are, by where your testicles, testicles would be. Are you kidding me? No, this is and real. They, and they play it off as such. This is a real joke. See, I'm thinking it was like one of the one of the you know Decepticons or Autobots turns into robot form and has some of those rubber nuts hanging off the bottom. <laughs> no, 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 like no. that would have been. I w- that's funny. Like I would have actually enjoyed that. But the the Constructobots or whatever. The, I don't Constructicons. Even, yeah, fuck them, man. I don't. <laughs> the fact <laughs> the fact that the wrecking balls made testicle. That's no. no. I mean, it's it's. And it's it's actually worse when you see it because I, ca- I like, can't paint you that picture. Right? No, that's yeah. So I'm, I think Kanye should be made into some form of Autobot. <laughs> I like that. Or Decepticon, or he can be a free agent because he only cares about himself. That's true. So he could probably hang out with uh, what's his lockdown. name? Lockdown. lockdown. Yeah. Yeah. So you put Kanye like Kanye is like lockdown's like boss. Like that's where it needs to be. Like, cause like he's that. not going to be Lockdown's like right hand man. He speaks in auto tune the whole yeah, time. Yeah, he speaks in auto tune and he only talks about himself. <laughs> and he all he talks about himself in third person. Like what what would Kanye's like what would his name What's be his tra- if, oh, if he man. were a transformer? Oh man, I don't know. That's that's a very good question. Write in with your ideas yeah, for Kanye's with- <laughs> Autobot name. We want to know what everyone please thinks do. Kanye Jeezy would Tron. be named. Jeezy Tron. <laughs> yes, please oh, write man. in. Uh, That'd be fantastic. Please back at com. Yes, yes. Alright. Alright. That's we're done with Transformers now. Okay, okay. Okay. You will not see us for Transformers five. Nope. <clears throat> uh, the only other thing I wanted to say, I maybe it's got this weird reverse Star Trek thing going on. I said this to Willie yeah. early. Maybe one and three and five and seven, maybe they're all gonna be great and all the even ones are really, really, really terrible. Three wasn't really great. That, so okay, that doesn't really work. You're you're seeing Star Trek reminded me. Were there that many lens flares in all the other Transformers movies, and I just never picked up on it? Probably. Probably. He does that a lot. He does the the shooting up people's nostrils a lot, where yeah. he's just like down on the ground shooting yeah. up. It's I don't know. He's and they weren't this... even like it was, like some of the lens flares were bad. Like it, like like they hurt my eyes. Like literally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Photoshop lens flares <laughs> in 3D, burning uh, burning my retina. <laughs> so we were yeah yeah that's it for transformers okay all right fellas we're gonna listen or hear about some feedback we got from some listeners here uh we're gonna start with a friend of the podcast Yoop from the netherlands yeah um 
Yip says, Hi guys, I just finished listening to your review of 22 Jump Street. Your opinion about the film is pretty much the same as mine, but one thing I missed in 22 Jump Street are more funny side characters. In 21 Jump Street, we had Dave Franco, Rob Riggle, Johnny Depp, and the Science Gang. In 22 Jump Street, besides Ice Cube, most of the jokes come from Janko and Schmidt. Although the two movies would be more similar than they are now, I would have liked more Dave Franco in this movie. Do you agree? I'd like to hear your thoughts on this. Do we agree? I, I I pretty much agree with him. Like I did miss I did miss having like I don't think the cast of of uh, kind of Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn's son and uh, uh, Ice Cube's daughter in the movie. Like I don't think they kind of match up to like I love uh, I love uh, God. What's her name? God damn. It. Uh, uh, Brie... Brie Larson. Yep. I love Brie Larson. She was really, really good, and I don't think uh, whoever it was in this movie matched up to that. And and uh, Dave Franco was obviously fantastic, and, and he... Like, Wyatt Russell's good, but I think Dave Franco... I just enjoyed Dave Franco more, so... I don't know. I, I would have liked to have characters that were a little bit stronger. And I, and I think the main antagonist, like, girl, you know, I, she was good. But, you know, it was okay. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think, Willie? Um, I I don't disagree. I, I like a lot of the side characters in the first movie, and I think that some of that is missing. I think Tim had mentioned on a review that he, you know, he liked some of the other Twenty One Jump Street, like the crew that was at back at the station. Yeah. And we see a lot more than the first one we do in the sequel. So yeah, I mean, I I, I love ensemble casts and I love little side characters and stuff like that. And there isn't as much of that in the in the second film. So I don't disagree. I think I had as many laughs the second time around as I did the first, but yeah. but definitely from different sources. And it would have been nice maybe to get a little more time with some other people. So, yeah, I do not disagree. All right. Yeah, and I think Tim completely disagrees. John, did you see 22 Jump Street? Uh, I caught a pretty bad Handycam version of it. Mm. And I, had I known you guys were going to – you had this feedback, I probably would have paid a little more attention to it. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. Like what I, what I saw of it was, was fairly funny. Um, but I did notice it, it focused on the two main characters, like, uh, clearly, I mean, they're the main characters, but, uh, it was definitely mainly on them, and, and that I, I found slightly interesting as opposed to the amount of extras there were in the first one, so, okay. but, it, I mean, again, like, I'll have to watch it again where I can actually pay attention, we, we kind of watched it at work, so, yeah. uh, I didn't really have an opportunity to give it 100%, um, so I'll, I'll have to take a look and, and see, see what I, what I think after that. I did like the twins a lot. Yeah, they the were funny. The twins were really, really funny. They were funny. funny. Uh, different kind of, I don't know. They mixed it up a bit because they weren't in the first one, and it was something a little something to differentiate itself. Yeah. You know, yeah. in a movie that's very similar to the first, yeah. uh, it was kind of nice to have something a little different. So. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. Thank you, sir, for writing in. Write in again. Yoop. 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 Um, did we say your name right? Yes. Please, please yes. write in. Feedback at windowsfilmnews.com. Let us know. Yeah, even if your email just says yes or no, that's okay. <laughs> um, we received another email from Nancy from California, who we talked to about uh, her last yes. week. Um, and Nancy says, hi, guys. I've enjoyed listening to the to a few of the episodes this week. And, wow, thanks for discussing my email about her. You're, You're welcome. welcome. <laughs> you mentioned you might do a John Hughes-themed episode. Which films do you anticipate discussing? I'm a big John Hughes from the 80s fan. Grew up watching those films. Oh, and I'm glad to hear you saw and enjoyed Philomena. Aside from my parents, I don't know anyone who's seen it. It's such a lovely film. Biopics are my favorite genre, though I love all types of movies. This one really tugged in my heartstrings. I liked everything about it, especially that it's based on a true story. How wild that Philomena and the journalist that ha- had that journey together in real life. Yes, Philomena was excellent. I suggest anybody who likes feeling happy or sad or emotional 
should watch that movie. I, mean, I, should, I, I saw there were a couple clips during the Oscars of that, and it looked pretty funny. So. It's it's got some very funny moments, and it, you know, but it's it's heartfelt. So yeah. there's it's not it's got no, some I mean, weight I'm, to I'm it. I'm okay with that. I mean, like, yeah. like like Alex, you know, is a big fan of romantic comedies. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I mean, Keeping the Faith is my favorite movie Absolutely. of all time. Yeah. So that's no, it's I think you'd like it. I, I mean, honestly, it's a movie I could suggest to almost anybody. Right on. Well, uh, uh, Dame Judi Dench is just oh, so good on her own. She's and lovely. then um, Steve John, Coogan. Steve, Steve Coogan. I was going to say John Coogan. Steve Coogan <laughs> is is a very very funny guy. Yeah, very so. funny guy. So um, yeah, John Hughes. John Hughes. Um, our John Hughes. <laughs> bonus episode slash retrospective, whatever you want to call it, has been in the works for a long time. Like, like this was this was being planned for like Christmas time. We were going to talk a little bit about Home Alone during it, but we were going to do it in, in in December. Yes, the movies have been watched um, for the most part. They probably have to be rewatched at this point. <laughs> um, and Alex and I are like, we want to do it. Um, it's soon. By the end of the summer, I think you will have your your John Hughes. <laughs> At the very latest, maybe next Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. We'll we'll get it done soon because yes. it's something that we wanted to do for a while now, and it sh- we hope it's going to be fun. You know, I'm I've been a big John Hughes fan for a long time. I've seen all of his bigger movies more yeah. times than I can count. Uh, Alex is a little newer to some of the stuff. Yeah. I mean, you've seen some of the big ones for sure, mm-hmm. but it'll be fun to get a two different perspectives. I think on those. yeah. And I, the so. thing about John Hughes, he's so. Uh, prolific in the sense he's 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 written a lot of movies and a lot of different kinds of movies and he's also directed a, a fair amount of movies too i think mm-hmm. we were going to try and I, nancy's question was kind of to focus on what were we going to talk about i mm-hmm. think the plan is to hit at least all the big things but we were definitely going to try and at least select a few of the um movies that he's written that he's more well known for as well yeah we have some guidelines which i'm which i'm sure i'm, I'm really excited to talk about some of the uh the ones that people might not be familiar with, like yeah. some kind of wonderful, yeah. um, and some of the work that you you may have seen but didn't know he had anything John to do Hughes, with, yeah. you know, movies like National Lampoon's Vacation. Mm-hmm. So that that's going to be fun. I'm excited for that, and uh, it will happen. I swear. Now I understand why like bands like can't put out like they, they like well, you get frustrated as a fan and you're saying they're like where is this where is this album that they're you've been working saying on you're that thing. Let's, yeah, I mean like my band just we put out our EP like on Friday and it, we waited three years to do it. So <laughs> it's like and we've got three more albums we're trying to put three more EPs we want to put out. So yeah, it's exactly that's that's what it's like. I mean, yeah, it's you set you set plans. these goals for yourself and you just got to figure out you got to figure out how they're going to work best in terms of your schedules. So. Mm-hmm. So we probably shouldn't have announced that that early, but you know yeah, it's going to happen. We, you know, and it's just like all of those other uh, TV wrap ups that I wanted to do that we're not doing any of. <laughs> yes, the Kyle Chandler retrospective. Uh, well, that one's going to happen. You should just talk about Friday Night Lights, hands down. That's all you really well, need to talk about. I'm sure that'll like, be the majority. It was going to be Tim and Danny Wilson and I talking about nice, and, and maybe Willie as well if he wants to join. Perhaps. Because there's so many. I'll good... talk about Friday Night Lights and how it made me cry like every episode. Oh, yeah. I'm a grown ass man, and that damn show made me cry almost every episode. Don't worry, there's precedent for Morel for a Morel man crying tears on the podcast. Oh so. man, that that whole <laughs> show that brought me to tears. And like, and you watch Parenthood, which is done by the same uh, mm-hmm. crew and, and writers, I believe. And and same thing, like that show just hits you, just yeah. hits you. So they're good at it. I'm excited to watch it. I know it's on Netflix, so I'm planning a marathon at some point here. All right. Well, thank you for listening. Um, Don't forget feedback. 
we'd like to read your feedback um, on the air here. Uh, you can give us a call at 248-733-5MFN, which is 248-733-5636. Um, you can also find us on Twitter and Instagram at MFN Podcast. You can check out our Facebook by searching for Midwest Film Nerds Podcast. Or you can write to us at feedback at Midwest Film Nerds. Got all that? Good. I got it all. Uh, and you can also find all of our past episodes and full show notes with time codes on MidwestFilmNerds.com. Thank you for listening. Thank, thank you, you John, John, in person. <laughs> in person, thank you. So you. You can now say you're welcome. Uh, you're you're welcome. Look and, at that. And I was going to say uh, thank you for having me. Oh, uh, hopefully, we can uh, make it more frequent now. Yeah. It was a delight. It was a delight. We will cool. have you on again. Right for on. Sure. Do you want to promote your EP to yeah. the two people that are listening? Yeah, sure. Uh, my band is called Mod Orange. You can check us out on Facebook. I think it's just facebook.com slash Mod Orange. Uh, we're also on Bandcamp. We just released our EP titled Dusk. And uh, we've got three more in the series. of. Uh, it follows a format, uh, if you're into concept albums, of dawn, day, dusk, and dark. And uh, we're hoping to have the, the next uh, next one out within... Uh, I'm hoping to do them every quarter, but okay. we'll see how things go. We, most of the tracking's done. It's just a matter of time of uh, getting everything else kind of wrapped up. So artwork's done. <laughs> There's that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, shout-out to my, my buddies Mark and Eric, who I don't know if they're actually listening, but maybe. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> we'll hear about it. I'll hear about it at practice. So All right. Awesome. Well, that's all we have for you today. Uh, yeah, we'll see you next time. Kyle XY, go watch a movie. Cade Yeager. Oh, Cade. Cade Yeager. I like when Optimus says Cade. Cade.